Hello low carbers. I was supposed to make another video for this episode but I guess I'll have to forego that for now in lieu of this particular topic that I'd like to bring up today. A couple of you guys have been asking me about this particular news item that has been first published by the American College of Cardiology website in time for its annual scientific session last March 5. 2023. It says keto-like diet may be linked to higher risk of heart disease, cardiac events. Oh really? How true is that? Does that mean we now have to stop keto or LCHF? Let's talk about it. If you haven't subscribed yet, now is the time to click that subscribe button for the low-carb health doctor. Hi and welcome back. This supposed study cited is by Dr. Yulia Ayatan, how, however you pronounce that, as the lead author, and she's from Vancouver, Canada. I initially thought that article would not get that much attention, but oh boy, look at how internet media is spreading it like wildfire. CNN. Medscape, WebMD, a couple of others. This one, Veggie News. Hmm, smells a lot like vegan or vegetarian propaganda. And it even says, Doctors issue warning on keto diets following study on heart attack risk. Wow. Then it asks, is a plant-based diet better for weight loss? So I thought I'll just make this video so you guys would have a better idea of what this supposed study is all about and what's going on, if it's actually worth paying attention to. And if I happen to get another question again about this, then I think I'll just link you to this video. But just before I get into it, a little plug-in and announcement. Many have been asking, but do coaching on low-carb and metabolic health? Well, I used to tell them that I am seeing most of my stroke patients and metabolic syndrome patients in the clinics and also some in the hospital admitted as inpatients. But good news, there's this new development. I'm coming up soon with the low-carb health doctor coaching consultation and course platform. And it's called the LCHD eHealth and eLearn platform. So it's at lowcarbhealthmd.com. I'm showing it here on screen. I cannot do this myself alone. So I am partnering with trusted collaborators who are also advocates of LCHF and low carb and intermittent fasting. And we are all walking the talk, so to say. It is in the pipeline. It is coming out very soon, so watch out for the announcements which I will be making in this channel. So let's go back to our topic. This is going to be short, so pay attention. Uh, for that particular study, these are my comments. First, this thing about the keto-like. First, I have an issue with this. 
Because what in the world is a keto-like diet? Is there really such a thing? I feel like it's the same as saying that uh, you have fever and then you call you call it fever-like or perhaps you, the patient has a headache and then you know the, you describe the patient as having headache-like symptoms. It's either you have a headache or not or you have a fever or not. So what in the world is that? But if you are in a keto-like diet, are you really on keto? Because in other words, if you're really in that uh, state of nutritional ketosis, and then you call yourself keto-like, I don't think you are in that state, actually. It's either you are on keto or not, and you are not keto-like. Second, I don't agree with this LCHF that they are referring to in this study, which is, as they say, less than 25% carbs. Is that why they are trying to, to define it as keto-like? That's way too much carbs for a 2,000 kilocalorie diet. That's more or less about a maximum of 125 grams of carbohydrates. So, in that case, you wouldn't be in ketosis at all. And in so doing, you would not get the benefits of ketosis that you're supposed to expect with a diet that is 25% carbohydrates. And don't see their point in doing that. Now, I don't know if they're doing that intentionally or inadvertently. Who knows? And then, third, in fairness to Dr. Iyatan colleagues, they acknowledge that their study was observational. So that means there is no cause and effect relationship that can be established. And the best it can provide is probably some kind of association. So this study is not yet published. So that means it is not yet peer-reviewed. And then next, uh, fourth, they have this limitation, and I bet this limitation is quite very significant for this study. The participants completed a one-time self-reported 24-hour diet questionnaire about more than 11 years ago on the average, and that's how they identified the supposedly LCHF group. Frankly, who knows what they've been actually eating and doing, those participants of the study, before and after that 24-hour diet questionnaire period. And then fifth, it says that those on the allegedly LCHF diet has an average BMI of 27.7. Now, that's overweight. It's hard to imagine how those on strict LCHF diet would get to be as overweight as that. The very amazing thing is that is even much higher than the average BMI of 26.7 for those apparently doing the so-called standard diet, which are the assigned controls for this study. Uh, then last, they said something about LDL cholesterol as the bad cholesterol. I think that definition is already much, much 
delayed for update. And as Professor Ken Sicaris would say, I'm I'm going to give you a link to Professor Sicaris' uh, page in my website. As he would say, Professor Ken Sicaris, if your thinking is still within the paradigm of the HDL as the good cholesterol and LDL as the bad cholesterol, then you're at least 20 years passe. We should all know that LDLs have to be segregated into basically two general types, the, the good kind of LDL, which are the large and the buoyant type, or the LBLDL, and the bad kind of LDL, which would be your small, dense SDLDL. And I have another issue with regards to this cholesterol naming scheme. In the first place, Cholesterol should not have been demonized by inappropriately calling this lipoprotein carrier molecules as cholesterol. They should have been properly called just as they are, lipoproteins, at the outset because that's what they are. So as to avoid confusion for both researchers and the general public, they should not have been called cholesterol per se, but as I said, lipoprotein carrier molecules or simply lipoproteins and you have your VLDL, HDL, LDL, IDL and all that. So that's it. If you want to share your own thoughts about this study, do leave them in the comments below. And don't forget to like and subscribe the Low Carb Health Doctor channel. Let's fight metabolic syndrome. And let's go living La Vida Low Carb.